Baron Zemo and Hydra 2.0, Emma Frost, bugs, bug fixes, rumors, all of that coming up on your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update. And if you're ready for that, Brother Casino, tell him what to do. Let's go sting it. Pally flying. Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? Welcome to your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update. A lot of stuff going on this week. And once again, I am joined by my original partner in crime, Brother Casino. What is going on, man? All the way back from Colorado. What's going on? How are you? How was your trip? Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I in the in the first draft of this, you were suggesting like, oh, a lot was happened while you were gone. But there I didn't was. Even, right, but I, I was not successful in getting away from it. I uh, <laughs> I, I got some really good uh, red star drops while I was on my vacation, and then I I had to make uh, not one but two videos because there was some some news that I discovered. So oh yeah, my I had a very goodness, Marvel Strike Force infused vacation. First content creator problems. Oh, I have to make For videos. Real. Yeah. And, and, and I may be running the same problem. I'm going away to the beach this week with my family, and uh, I'm suspecting there, there are some things happening this weekend, so I, I may run into the same thing, as much crap as I am giving you, but let, let's talk about what went on uh, this week in uh, Marvel Strike Force. Uh, let's start with this big one. This one actually just came out. Normally, we do this in chronological order, but this happened so long ago, and we actually just got the uh, compensation for it. Emma Frost. She was not available in at a accelerated drop or at a higher drop rate when she first came out. There was some compensation issued, and uh, the people that did not get the compensation were very upset about that. And uh, just before we started recording, Fox Next came out with their compensation. Players that did not receive a four or red star Emma Frost in the compensation, they're going to be getting over the course of 21 days 160 promotion credits. And for players that received a four-star but not a five-star Emma Frost, they will be receiving a hundred silver promotion credits in that same uh, time frame. And I guess if you if you already received Emma Frost, you're out of luck. What is your what is your reaction to this? The per, the the compensation for it, but but more importantly, what is up with all these bugs and and solving them in this crazy crazy way? Yeah, well, so let's let's start from the top. Anytime they add a new character to Red Star Orbs. Uh, it, often the, the banner has them in it before they're actually in the orbs. And the only way to know for sure is to check the drop rates on the orbs and see if the character is in there. And that's become common practice for those in the know is like new character in red stars. Let's check before we open them. That's literally like, wait a minute. Right so you're saying it. that if it's saying that there's a character in the, in the orb and I actually open the orb, the character might not be there. Uh, pardon my French. That means false. <laughs> You can duck that. <laughs> All right. But uh, <laughs> that's the best way to put it. So um, so uh, myself and, and a good amount of people in the know uh, know to check when they put out a new character. All right, let's make and, sure they're actually in the Hopefully most of you guys, you guys have been watching this news for so long, you know that you need to check. Yep, and, and it was on my Discord server too. Everyone was saying like, hey guys, don't open your Red Star Orb. She's not in there yet. Hold, hold. <laughs> Um, and those were the people, you know, being proactive and like, we, we don't want to get screwed. And, and the people who didn't know any better or forgot or weren't paying attention or for whatever reason, you know, most people just don't know and just went ahead and opened them. And, you know, that's already like that creates a messy situation. Just don't change the banner or send out the announcement, like put her in first 
and then send out the announcements what? in the banner. No, let's cause so much problems and uh, give out so much uh, free compensation to the players. That right. that seems like the logical uh, way to do things. Let's let's do it in reverse order. Right, but then in, in <laughs> typical scopely fashion, they fix it in a way that makes it so much worse. Right. All the people who just opened them right away and didn't even stop to look, they're like, good news, you guys are getting high red stars on Emma, guaranteed. And everyone's like, woo! Oh, not only oh, that, plus and, you're getting right. all of your red stars back. So you get and to keep you to whatever keep you might have gotten. Yeah. <laughs> you keep whatever you opened and you get all the orbs again. So that's a sweet deal. <laughs> yeah. And all Except the people- for everybody that did it. All the people who were smart about it were like, I want to make more work for support. I don't want to get screwed. Let's just wait until it's in there. All those people were told, take a hike. And until today, until today. <laughs> well, right, because each and every one of those people was like, wait, 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 wait. You want me to get screwed and then bug you about it? Is that the behavior you're trying to encourage? Is in the future, don't be considerate. Just screw myself and then harass your support nonstop. Are okay. you ready for tinfoil hat? Sure. They want to introduce more silver promotion credits into the economy. They don't know how. So they keep making these bugs. Oh, we screwed up. Here's some silver promotion credits. They don't want to give them out too frequently. So they cause these bugs that they have to give it out every so often. We can start promoting these characters, make the red stores a little less uh, red star store a little less painful. But this is the way to do it. They're not officially giving it out like in a chaos theory event. They're just giving it out. So people have right. these red star promotion credits. I, you, you think there's anything to that or is that just I, um, reaching, reaching? No, I, I think there's there's something to that, but I think it's actually also tied, and this is also pure tinfoil, but I think it's also tied to they want to see what they can do to entice people to go for Emma. So by telling everyone you're going to have enough silver promo credits to upgrade Emma and we're going to put Emma in the store, that basically says, like it is safe for you to go hard on Emma because you will be able to take her up with the red stars and she's a standalone God tier character. So like symbiote Spider-Man, uh, I, I think they want to see how much attention they can drive to the character. So that's my tinfoil is they just want to ultimately have everyone chasing Emma offers and Emma milestones and buying her orbs that are still available for cores as of right now. So that makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, if I pulled that five red star or higher Emma Frost, I would have bought two Emma Frost offers, not just one. And that, that was just based on the red stars. But yeah, let's just because most complicated possible. They could have just given out orbs. The 15% drop rate was still in effect when they gave out the compensation for this. They should have just gave the orbs, not worried yes, about the course. guaranteed Emma Frost. And nobody would be like, yeah, all right, whatever. But yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, that, that's where that tinfoil hat comes into play, brother. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the simple solution would have just been, here's your orbs back. Now, for people that open them and like got a different seven red star and then got their orbs back anyway. Good. Like, Glad for you. Good luck. Right, you you right, got lucky. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's a little unfair, but yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, you got lucky, whatever. Like everyone, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I want to talk about Emma Frost gameplay. You've, you've, you know, she's been out for a little over a week now. You've made a bunch of videos. You've actually sent me footage on Emma Frost doing very well in Arena. What are your thoughts on Emma Frost? How powerful is this character? She's great. I, I'm very, very happy with her. And uh, I, I still only have her uh, five gold star, but I okay. pulled a seven red Emma Frost. And so I am fighting the urge. I'm so drop. jelly. I, yeah, I'm very oh. happy. It pairs very well with my Summon Red Star Sinister. There's no way to talk about and this. Shuri. Without and Shuri, don't forget Shuri. Uh, I'm going to forget <laughs> Shuri. 
But uh, there's right, no way to talk about this. this. Yes, I've been yes, bragging. Sorry, noses, sorry for interrupting you. What are your thoughts no, on this no, no. character? She's awesome. Uh, like I said, it's 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 tricky for me to talk about this without just coming off as Sir Brag a lot. Uh, so I'm I'm just going to embrace it. I have an awesome Emma, and I love her. But uh, I do think she's really really good. Um, yeah, I'm I'm I've I've done two of the four patch infographics for this patch, and I'm mm -hmm. uh, we we debated the top five teams tier list yesterday, and Emma Frost showed up a healthy amount. And uh, it's just because it, it, she immediately brings removal of all debuffs on your team and a bunch of immunities. So it's get rid of all the debuffs and then be debuff proof. And then she, uh, and I forget that the immunities might be Marauder only, but even so, then she brings remove all enemy positive effects and she yeah. has a really, really good focus. Not like, you know, she's not gonna be able to remove like defense of Colossus, none of the super crazy tanks, but outside of like the five or six characters that get a lot of heightened Resistance, she has enough focus to pretty much take away everyone else's positive effects. Okay, outside of those crazy tanks, what star level, red star level, do you, gold star and red star, do you think she needs to be to have enough focus for her to be consistent with that? And and not, I'm not talking about the Thanos taunts, the Colossus taunts, just normal characters right. to get rid of that. So it, uh, unfortunately, it has a lot to do with what are you going against typically. So like, uh, for me, mine is gear tier 14, five gold, five red, and she is... Uh, doing just enough in arena, but that's because in arena, I'm going against all gear tier 14, like six and seven red star, all black order with all their height and resistance. So it depends on what you're going against. Uh, but the, the, the best way to figure this out for yourself, rather than just, you know, give a star level and be like, oh, this is good for most things. Okay. You can just go to msf.gg, look at where yours is at for focus and look at the average resistance of whatever content you're worrying whether she'll have enough focus for or not but again she has some of the highest call, focus in the game so so she she gives you a bit of an advantage so she she can be a little bit weaker and still get away with it and even if they have higher resistance than your focus that just means they have a chance to resist it it doesn't mean Right, but it doesn't mean you you can't remove it anyway. Okay. Um, and what I yeah, I, what, I, I, I've seen that sometimes Juggernaut's taunt gets off, sometimes Colossus taunt. There, there is an element of chance also in there, even even with these high high well, resistance taunters. So that's a that's different, but that's a good point. So there is a floor and a ceiling to focus and resistance. We don't know what it is. We're gonna guess that it's about one to two percent. But uh, basically what that means is no matter what the focus is, no matter what the resistance is, there's like a one to 2% chance that you'll always land your debuff. Uh, okay, got it. And a one to 2% chance that it'll always get resisted. Mm. I uh, I went into Heroes chapter one with a gear tier 14 character, uh -huh. just testing animations on a stream. And one of the characters applied a bleed to my gear tier 14 character. <laughs> and that character's total power is like 300 <laughs> and it can happen, so. Uh, I guess that's kind of that's kind of good, right? That's that's yeah, a yeah. good thing. To, that good element of chance to add in the game. I kind of like that. That even no matter how low your focus is, you still have a small chance to put your yep, stuff but, on. So one one final note on Emma. Uh, this didn't make it into my footage or your footage because I I didn't have her quite strong enough. But so again, she really exists to uh, stick it to the Black Order. And what I I've learned about her is. Um, uh, Basically, when you use her ult and you wipe all the positive effects, mm -hmm. she puts a blind on someone, but if that person dies, then she puts a blind on whoever is the next highest speed. Mm. So uh, what I figured out is that that is intended to be Cull Obsidian, and so she puts a blind and then she calls the two assists. And if the two assists kill Cull Obsidian, which uh, I'm running a new uh, hybrid team with Ultimus that is pretty much always like 
having Cull on his last limb when she uses that ability. When he dies, Ebony is the one with the highest speed, so she flings the blind over to Ebony, whose immunity she just already removed, and then he whiffs his ult. His drain that doesn't his do anything. That does slows. nothing. He gets nothing. Does, does he even get speed bar from his own black order? None of that either? Uh, I have to look. I don't remember if he gets a speed bar, but he doesn't definitely, get the Definitely slow. not the drains, though. It, it No drains and no slows. Nice. So nice. nice. It's pretty nice. All right, a couple things. Ironheart, Domino, Negasonic Teenage Warhead added to the Elite Store. We got word uh, that we're going to talk about the, the uh, blog post, uh, Negasonic becoming farmable. What do you think is going on with Domino, Ironheart, and even X-23? What What is going on with these characters? And is this a trend of them coming before they become actually farmable? We, we've seen other characters come to this store before they were farmable. Yep. Uh, honestly, it's in classic scopely fashion. Uh, it's kind of a no rhyme or reason. Like there is a reason that they rushed these out. Um, and it's because they have, you know, other characters in the line. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they, they kind of adjust at a whim. Like they changed up the whole legendary schedule that was fairly stable. So they just move stuff. And then uh, that has unintended like domino effect, pardon the pun, uh, consequences. Yeah. And so they end up just kind of moving stuff in and like, oh, oh we need to do this. We're going to do it. Ah, just go ahead and do it. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't try to read too much into like based on the typical schedule. This is when we can expect them to go in there. Like that's that's what three characters all at once just getting dropped in there. They've not done yeah. that before. Well, I guess I guess my more important question, I, I think I said it, but I said it very strange uh, is more about Dr. Octopus and X, X Force. Domino getting a going into the store, Negasonic getting a node and going to the store. When do you think these characters are going to be farmable for Dr. Octopus? Do you think it's still going to be an exclusive character like uh, Black Bolt was way back in the day? Uh, yeah, I mean, that, I can only go off the most recent rumors I've heard. And the general assumption is that uh, most legendaries are, are designed to be pretty rare with only a very small handful of free-to-play players getting them. Okay. Um, but basically, Ebony... And, and I've, I've gotten some pushback on this statement. I'm aware that uh, there are still plenty of players who didn't get Ebony first pass, but in the scheme of across all the legendaries, Ebony was among the more free-to-play friendly in that I know a fair handful of free-to-play players who were able to get Ebony on first pass. Yeah. And so what I've heard is that Doc Ock is intended to uh, not be as generous as Ebony was. So we'll see. And I, I always you know hope that's not the case. I always want to see, you know, at least the top 1% of free-to-play players. I, I always want to see them rewarded for their efforts, but um, I, yeah, yeah, we'll, I don't know. We'll see where we'll Domino ends up. We'll see where X-23 ends up, but hopefully, hopefully it's a decent location. Baron Zemo, he has been rumored for a little while now as one of the Hydra members coming, and uh, we saw a preview of his kit on the blog post this past week. Interesting note, percentages on this. Percentage, not just on the damage numbers, but on the uh, the focus numbers, the ability, everything, everything has numbers here. So the only thing we're missing is his base stats. So normally I say if we, and assuming we don't know is that now we know his numbers. What are your thoughts on Baron Zemo knowing what we know so far about this character? Um, he looks really, really, really strong. Uh, even as a solo character, he just looks insanely strong. Um, they're, they're basically using him to do enough heavy lifting to carry some characters that got minor reworks, Crossbones, Hydra Grenadier, and Winter Soldier. And while all of those characters got some changes, uh, the changes that they all got didn't weren't significant improvements to any of them. 
But Baron Zemo has so many good interactions with them and works so well with them that he is going to elevate that team to be something uh, very potent. Uh, they appear like they're going to hard counter the Hydra war defense. <laughs> I thought they, that was weird. I thought that was very weird. Yep, Hydra counting Hydra. But I guess uh, thematically that, that kind of makes sense because there's a lot of infighting in that organization. Yep. Uh, and But what's weird is uh, it looks like in other game modes, having Red Skull as the fifth on that team will make them pretty good. Mm. So that I'm, I'm anxious to see that. But yeah, they, they counter minions really hard. So I'm curious to see how well they'll do against Fury Shield with Coulson and then how well they'll do against the Mercenaries because he just has it out for minions. And um, and that's an interesting thing because uh, in doing the recent tier list, like prior to this, really the character that comes to mind who was like a menace to minions was Deadpool. And Deadpool's value had been slipping and slipping not only because, uh, you know, his stats were, were getting power corrupt and all that, but because every new character added to the game is a non-minion. Yeah. So you just you just ran into fewer and fewer minions and, and you know, therefore the, the core group that he was really strong against, which at one point was like almost half of the characters in the game, is now uh, a small number. Mm, good point. So, I forgot about that mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, so, so Zemo being super strong against minions is good, but it is a, a niche function. But again, he, he just looks like he's going to be all around very strong. Um, I am, I'm excited to see his stats, but... Yeah, I mean, even without the extra minion stuff, his, his kit is very solid, especially this on his passive right here. Extra 40% speed. That is... That is crazy. Mm -hmm. That is crazy. And and with that said, it's gonna affect yeah, all well, of his all of his allies. So let's let's move on to this Hydra well, rework. Well, Unless you have anything else about Zemo. Yeah, just just okay. real quick. Like that that speed is very 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 good. But you gotta remember, he's giving it to not fast characters who don't have a way of gaining speed up. He's giving it to Hydra Grenadier, Crossbones, and Winter Soldier, and their their speed has been power crept quite a bit as well. So that plus forty speed is very very good. But uh. Yeah, you know, you have to have him present because those characters are just not that quick. And, and even then, like, speed up on spawn teams are still going to go first, so. Mm, that's true, that's true. But but on subsequent turns, these guys will be very fast. Uh, <laughs> all right, so now, now let's talk about the rest of these characters. Grenadier, Winter Soldier, Crossbones, and Red Skull was in there. I thought that was just to make the Hydra team better, but I didn't look at his kit as a fifth for outside of war. So uh, we're definitely going to talk about that. But uh, let, let's start with the with all these characters. Out of Hydra, Grenadier, Winter Soldier, Crossbones, which which is your favorite out of uh, these these reworks? Uh, well, I think the best rework went to Crossbones. I mean, he got uh, a 30% max health heal when he uses his special, which is nice. He gets a ton more health, um, plus 20% max health. And if Zemo's an ally, another 20%. So he has a lot of health now. He gets defense up when he taunts, so he can actually tank. And he'll get ability energy on spawn, and he can just ult turn one. Yeah, that's, that so. is crazy. Ult turn one with extra damage. Uh, I don't remember if he gets offense up or not, but uh, from somebody else on the team. But yeah, big big move. Uh, Winter Soldier, he, he got some he got some extra damage as well, and uh, becomes on a more on a Baron Zemo team becomes a very fast character actually. Yeah, he's 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 quick. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm I'm not that impressed by what. Um, they did for him, you know, just more health, more speed, some faster, more damage. More I mean, it's a very special. simple kit, right? Yeah, and 
Yeah, and there's not, you know, there's no capitalizing. It's not like someone gets a defense down perfectly for him to punch into or anything. So, I don't know, they, they didn't do much for Winter Soldier. Like, he'll, he'll function on the team, but just Baron Zemo is going to be to this team what Taskmaster is to the Mercs, which is the Merc minions on their own. Like, throw a bullseye on your team. I'd rather not. Like, throw a bullseye on your team with Taskmaster. Like, I'll take anyone coming with Taskmaster. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Taskmaster is, is so... It looks like Baron Zemo's going to do a ton of heavy lifting. Crossbones will at least help a bit, and then Winter Soldier and Grenadier will be there. Uh, you know, they'll benefit from what Zemo's bringing them, but I, I do well, want to take a closer look at what Red Skull will bring as the potential fifth in the meantime, but... Well, Gren Grenadier does have a home now, so that, that's that's good for him. Uh, now, now you, you you mentioned wanting to look at that uh, Red Skull kit. Have you actually looked at it? And because I haven't, uh, have you looked at it? See how it's going to play out on this team if he's a fifth on this Hydra team outside of War. Uh, I mean, I I you know I've looked at his kit a bunch of times, but I didn't like study up on it right when we got this announcement, okay. so I don't remember specifically. I I think he has some passive stats that he gives to all Hydra in addition to um you know, what he gives to Hydra minions. Um, and, and obviously, you know, he'll, he'll summon Hydra minions, which is nice. So that helps, but yeah. And his, yeah, and and his ultimate is still very strong. So yeah. Yeah. What do you see as far as viability for this team? Obviously a war offense team you, and, and, and probably very good in blitz as well. Any other modes, raid arena, uh, even, even dark dimension three, you see any of these characters uh, creeping into any of those other game modes or is Hydra 2.0 just, war and blitz uh they're looking like war and blitz um and and it's possible that there's like a, a hidden fifth we're not expecting and we'll have to see where that goes and how strong that makes them because like marauders their fifth made them incredible oh. so so we'll have to see but um no I'm, I'm, they look like war and blitz to me um at, at this time and uh, I'll, a side note by the way if there's a, a team in particular that you're wondering about part of the infographics that i'm doing i i always do the same three, which is the unique sure to win blitz teams. We're up to 26 of them, the solo character tier list and the top five teams tier list. Okay. But for the first time ever, we put in like a week of testing and testing and testing and ranked every single synergy team across every game mode. So we have an mm. overall ranking list backed by, we literally had a team of like 12 people helping us test. We did like over 600 balanced draft matches um, for certain things, and we were we were taking you know things into certain uh, raid nodes and dark dimension and seeing how uh, things are performing. And so I have an overall team ranking list. And when and when so, is that coming out? Uh, that should be out in the next few days. Do more. The new campaign coming. When they announced the new campaign coming, I thought, like most people, Mystic, Nexus, uh, the yeah, things that were cosmic. missing. This yeah. is a whole new campaign. Chapter one, Doctor Doom War. And uh, different requirements as far as traits. They don't look that hard. Inhumans are pretty strong. Guardians pretty strong. Fantastic Four I, or Wave One Avengers. They, they auto cleared this thing. But more importantly, Thor. Interesting that he is uh, getting a node when he already is a raid store character. And Negasonic Teenage Warhead, one of the three unfarmable X Force characters right now. Still uh, very curious what's going to happen to X23 and Negasonic. But what are your thoughts on this new campaign coming? Uh, I'm pretty hyped because it says you have to have the final Nexus chapter done. So this to me seems like rather than just go to like Nexus chapter 9, 10, 11, 12, they were just like, let's start a new campaign. And that way they can, you know, change up the, the storyline a little and, mm. and change up the difficulty. But to me, this looks like Nexus part two. And so the good news is um, 
basically I'm expecting it to be very challenging. So I'm looking forward to new new endgame campaign content. And this was a little surprising. Uh, we, we got a uh, Catalyst login event and also noted in the blog post, we also got a Catalyst 3x drop coming up sometime what, what are your what are your thoughts on this is this is this the scopely's attempt to kind of ease up some of the catalyst for uh the catalyst crunch that new players are feeling trying to enter dark dimension or get set for dark dimension four is this is this what this is for or is this something else that i'm not even thinking of i mean just as a general rule they tend to uh right before they introduce something that that requires a ton of resources mm -hmm. they tend to um make them a bit more available because uh if if they were to introduce tomorrow, like, okay, now you'll need three times as many catalysts for gear tier 15, Ooh. everyone will lose their minds. Ooh. But if people, if, if they get people to the point where people are like, well, yeah, I do have a good amount of gear tier 14s, then, uh, then you know, that, that <laughs> goes over better. And then there's also the, the fact that um, basically for the people who are going to hoard, if they give them enough for like, okay, now I can take like two or three people to gear tier 15, when people, presumably, if gear tier 15 is really, really good, and then people see, then it becomes like, oh man, look at this gear tier 15. I gotta get my guys to gear tier 15 because that one at gear tier 15 is just wrecking everything. So having a few of them out there just, just you know, makes you want more. Mm, like it, once it, you got your first gear tier 14, weren't you like, oh, I need some more of these. I'm done, I've won, I've won the game. Yeah, I'm done. GG. <laughs> no, but this, this, this kind of scares me because we know that gear tier 15 is coming out sometime later this year, but this event happening right now, Gets me, gets me kind of thinking, it, it might be coming very soon. We might be seeing Dark Dimension 4 very soon, or if not, we, we I think we're going to be seeing Gear Tier 15 soon. So this 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 kind of scares me, but uh, it is inevitable. We know it's coming sometime this year, so. All right, and, and they've done this in the past. New orbs for the Greek raids. This time, it's the betas. Uh, characters, a couple of characters taken out of this. What, why do, why are they doing this? Why do they keep switching up these orbs? They don't switch the premiums when they add characters. They don't switch the megas when they add characters. Why are they doing this to the Greek raids? Uh, for some reason, just the way that they seem to have it coded, uh, you know, rather than changing up what's in the orb, they make a new one. I'm not really sure why. I think, I think when they create a raid, like an orb gets locked in as attached to that raid. I don't know. I don't know what. Um, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I seen I seen a comment on Reddit. They're so they they've switched this a couple times now, but they haven't changed the restrictions in any of these Greek raids for a long time. But they do have the time to go and switch these orbs. What? Why? Why haven't they changed the restrictions? I mean, is that coming with this new Greek raid difficulty selector having having being able to use some of our newer teams, or are we just supposed to use our newer teams in Ultima Seven, Ultima Six, Ultima well, Five, depending what level, how long you've been playing? Well, so the, the the purpose of the Greek raids seems to be to uh, force you to take up teams that you otherwise wouldn't, right? Like they, they want you to have to work on everyone. No matter what team you're working on, they want you to always feel pulled in the other direction of like, ah, but I really should be working on my Hydra for that lane in whichever raid, you know what I mean? And so yeah. basically they just try to make sure that every team has something they're needed for. So the reason that they haven't changed up the Greek raid requirements too much is a lot of the... Greek lanes, that's like some of the best reason, like besides Nick Fury, the only real good reason to power up your Kree is for the Kree lane in Gamma. So, and and even then, like you, you want a lot of the named Kree to make that easier. You don't want just the five minions that you take up for Fury. So when they come out with new teams, as long as the new team has a purpose, they don't need to go in and modify mm. Greek raid. Cause like, 
you know, they put out X-Force. Like, why do you need X-Force? Oh, you need them for a legendary, you know? And uh, a lot of times it's it's as simple as like, oh, this is good enough as a war team, war offense or war defense. Like, that's yeah. that team's purpose. So, yeah, Greek raids are just to make you work on characters that you don't really have to work on for a lot of other yeah, stuff. That, that makes sense. I was, one, I, was, I was thinking from a different perspective. Hey, I got this new team. I want to spend money. I want to use this team. But it does make sense because there's for newer players, there's no real no reason to go back and build up your Kree until you're ready for, until you've built all the teams. And then you're like, ah, I, Nick Fury, yeah, I, I could use him. So it, it does make sense from that standpoint. I hadn't even thought of that. So nice. Beast Blitz return part two. 22 million to cut off for the top 2,000. A little lower than last time. Obviously, neither of these uh, beast blitzes, the, the scores were as high as the X-23. What do, you, what do you think is going on with that? Uh, well, a couple things. I mean, X-23 is needed for a legendary. And uh, beast, just there. I I actually think that beast is one of the more necessary new characters. Um, I have been using beast for a few things. Uh, he's on one of the new Sherdwin Blitz teams that isn't a full X-Men team. Uh, just him and Storm are really, really Ooh, strong duo. Interesting. And, interesting. Yep, and there's a, a couple raid teams that are that are pretty viable with those two on them because you can get Storm to full charges on any one node. Basically, there there was just you know there weren't a lot of content creator videos or anything saying you gotta have Beast. He's super necessary. And the truth is that while he's pretty good, uh, he doesn't appear to be super necessary. Um, if you wanted to say that he was you know, where he was most necessary, he will save you some some raid recharges on the highest, highest tiers of raid. But mm -hmm. outside of that, he's not needed for a legendary or, or Greek, you know, raid or anything like that. So you don't you don't need him. He's not yeah. needed for a war team or, or anything. He's not used for a, a specific arena counter. So he just wasn't as big of a deal. And, and basically people can only hoard so many blitz charges and can only dedicate so much time. People literally can't go full throttle on every single blitz, they get burned out. So knowing that, uh, that you know, X-23 was just here, people are like, all right, I can slow down a little bit on Beast because he's not super essential. Yeah, and, and this and the X-23 was around a time of like two big milestone rewards, uh, the, the fun in the sun and the one before that, and people were just blitzing a lot. So, But do you think people were sleeping on him a little too much? Should they have taken Beast a little more seriously? Because I, I personally was confused when Beast came out, and I still, I know he makes that team better, but uh, is, is it really worth it? How much better does he make him? Is it worth that uh, investing that resources for the amount of, of uh, that that he that he increases that team's value. So so it's it's a two pronged answer. So the, the first thing is I, I made a video about Beast. And the the short version is Beast is a staple on the X Men team. If you want your X Men team to to perform at at peak performance, Beast is a core member of every version of that team. Beast just makes the X Men better. Okay. But obviously you need a strong Beast, and so just going hard on his blitz and getting him to you know five gold and maybe like two or three red. If the rest of your characters are really really strong, you you're might still be better using a another stronger X-Men character. Yeah. So you have to be in the position to use them. And then there's not that much content right now that you use your full X-Men team for. So the, the reason this is a two-pronged answer is um, I, I think he's really, really good. And if you can get him very, very strong, you will see improved performance in the game, in particular in Raid. Him paired with Storm is phenomenal for Raid. Uh, there's a new... Um, storm charging team. I'm, I'm, my alliance is doing Ultima 7.5 now, and guaranteed on Node One every single time I'm getting Storm to max charges. Ooh. And yeah, that that's Beast right there. And you don't even need the rest of the X Men, just Beast and Storm. And then 
uh, you know, like Thanos, Minerva, Ebony Maw, and, and you're good. And everyone will finish with full cooldowns and everything. It's great. You have a ton of healing going on. And so, uh, you know, from that perspective, and, and then he gives her the chance to unleash her special and keep all her charges. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. I like yeah. That. Unfortunately, it's not dependable, but you you can go for it and uh, it might work out, which is pretty nice. But so so I do think he's very, very good. And I anyone who could get him strong should. But uh, the people we're asking are, are basically saying, like, look, I this is a, an unrealistic pace. I can't go as hard as possible for every single new character. So in the hierarchy of, like, uh, if you had to start cutting new characters, even though I think he's really good and really worth having, he is one of the more cuttable ones mm -hmm. where what you lose is not, it's not like, ah, oh, w without him, you're going to get left in the dust by everyone. So you you can afford to have gone uh, a bit easier on Beast, but even me, like that that just happened to be, you know, when I was on vacation and stuff. So I, I missed a bunch of Beast Blitzing. Mine is only five star. And uh, I'm kind of kicking myself. Like I, I mm -hmm. do wish I had him stronger. I really do, but... That's okay. Uh, eventually. Eventually, he'll be farmable. But, I mean, even if you did blitz super hard, uh, this beast blitz, you didn't get your rewards right away. <laughs> On August 11th, the beast blitz featuring bits ended, but the rank rewards have yet to be de delivered. And this was going out uh, Monday, 1.42 p.m., obviously before the reset. So just a few hours after this was sent out, we did get this. But, man, they've done this in the past. Do you think this was due to cheating they're they're trying to implement some new blitz bot technology or or did you just forget what what do you think happened here um uh, so i i asked about this a while ago and i don't know how much things have changed but basically um someone has to uh you know start an automated process to like compile all of the rewards and sometimes uh that that compiling just just has an error or crashes or whatever oh, okay. and it has to be manually restarted and so you'll notice a trend of it happening on the weekends is Sometimes when it happens on the weekend, the person who would have to like go to where you know the server is or whatever restart it, uh, is basically like I'll I'll do it on Monday. Hmm. I would think that they could do something remote, right? That they just like someone from home just clicks the button. Oh, it didn't go. Boom. Here, do it now. You guys get your rewards, but I, I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> I have so many questions. Yeah, you'd think it would just work every time. I I don't know. I play a lot of other games. And I never see anything like this in any of them. And then in this game, you see this like, this, like if if we went a whole week without something like this, we'd be like something suspicious is going on. I mean, this is this is a weekly video, and we we already got three like pretty big bugs to talk about. So, I mean, not, well, they have been solved, but there there are they are worth mentioning. But but they're all standard. It's they're not even new stuff. Like oh, the new character wasn't in the red star orbs right yep. away. Yep. That happens almost every time, every time. Every time. Oh, the blitz didn't pay out. Like okay, every this every again. every other month or so, something like this happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So these it's yeah these are recurring bugs. Like ah the the old familiar over bug. Over and over and over and over again, and they will so. probably still be here. <laughs> Hopefully, they keep giving out good rewards. <laughs> Yeah, just keep overcompensating and we'll uh, slide, I guess. Yeah, Scopely, keep overcompensating. And, and speaking of that, I, I guess it's not really related, but this this was very good. I like these milestones. Um, they, they weren't as rewarding as some of the others have been in the past, but I don't think they were that difficult to claim. I mean, I didn't really go hard on any Blitz except for that Beast one, the second Beast one, and I claimed all the milestones. So it's, oh, yeah. I like this. What, what are your thoughts on this, these milestone events? Yeah, no, these these are how I think the milestone events should be. These are very um, 
very reasonable and very good. Uh, everyone's able to achieve them. And my my personal thoughts, not that anyone asked, but the, my suggestion has always been like, you know, have these milestones where all of the unique stuff that you get from them, uh, let's say it stops at milestone 25 and it's very easy to achieve. Mm -hmm. But then just because you want to give an opportunity for the really hardworking people to claim more stuff, then you just kind of make like infinite milestones and you give away like a little something with each one. So like, then you have milestones 26 through 100. Not that anyone's gonna reach 100, but you just make it like milestone 26 is a gold orb. Milestone 27 is an orange deer orb. Milestone 28 is a gold orb. And it's just okay, just so little... nothing nothing too crazy that people would complain and be like, hey, we can't get all these 100 milestones. Right. What are you? Right. It's like, oh, we only need to go to 25 and then we get like nominal. I, I like that. I, I thought it was like right. crazy. I was like, you know what? Reddit's nah. going to be pissed off if they give 100 milestones and everybody can't get them in the course of the event. <laughs> Yeah, I, no, I, I like that nominal yeah. stuff after that. that, that that's yeah. good. Little, little stuff so that people who really want to work hard and are putting in the time can 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 make up some lost ground. But uh, yeah, stuff where people are like, I'm not doing all 100. So what? Yeah, but yeah, I like that. I like that you're not missing out. And it gives the players that want to play a little something. It gives the players that don't want to play. They're not missing out on too much. And it gives Scopely that valuable thing that they're looking at as time played in the game for these crazy people that would want to get all 100 milestones. So I think that is a win, 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 win for everybody's situation. So yeah, make, make it happen, Scopely. Cerebro. All right, and before we move on from this topic, let me ask you one more thing. Would you prefer these easier type of milestones to get that aren't as... Uh, as rewarding or would you prefer like what we got in the fun in the sun type events where they're harder to get but man they are game changing you can get a couple characters into dd3 with uh, the rewards that you got from both of those events what 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 would you prefer just personally um so it depends on like the timing of the event and so what i what i don't like is when for example they they make the really tough ones with really really good rewards but then the blitz character is like nebula so you're like, oh, like if this weren't for the milestones, I feel like I'm wasting my time. But when they run it alongside something where you're like, I already had a pretty good incentive to go hard. Yeah. And now I have a really good incentive to go hard. It's better. So during, uh, you know, blitzes that we don't care about as much, go with the easier ones where you don't have to, you know, go crazy and blitz all day for, uh, you know, when you find tier your one dropping payout. down and losing to tier one at possible. That, Cause that's so fun. I like hitting milestones like that. Yeah. Upcoming blitzes. I'm a fan of these as well. Uh, orange, blue gear, gold, purple gear. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of these one day blitzes, especially with the, in, in, instead of uh, repeating some of these characters that, you know, players have been playing for a little while, have them already. How, what is your feeling on these one-day blitzes and changing it out from just character shards? Yeah, I like the one-day blitzes. They're a nice break, and, and they did it in the Monday slot where it's like, oh, if it wasn't this, it would have been, you know, Captain America. Nebula. So, yeah. So, yeah, this is definitely better. This is stuff that people can use. And and the beauty of the one-day blitzes is, like, if you need the day off, you're not punished too heavily, mm -hmm. you know? Like, oh, I missed some purple gear on day three. Like, yeah. oh, well, okay, it's, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to get as maybe. much blue gear. Yeah, maybe I would have got a bunch of purple gear I, I didn't really need or whatever. But, uh, you know, or you can be like, man, I, you know, I, I just got to the point where I need lots of purple gear. I'm going to go really hard for this. Now, 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 you said you're excited for that crystal blitz coming up. Why why are you so excited for the crystal blitz? Uh, just because I think that crystal is one of the um, most underrated characters. And it's, it's uh, you know, they make this mistake from time to time where they put out a new character and they 
they even the content creators don't have a good way to get the character strong you know unless we want to drop like 500 dollars on the character right away yeah and so so we're not able to show people what the character can do and so i think crystal kind of gets swept by the wayside but um as people start to get seven gold star you know five plus red star crystals and and can really see what she can do i think she's one of the better characters in the game uh so yeah i just i think she's criminally underrated and uh as a three piece you know a lot of times we just think of like black bolt yo-yo as the duo mm-hmm. but black bolt yo-yo crystal is fantastic mm-hmm. whenever someone drops below 50 percent, they get a 40 percent max health heal they get defense up from yo-yo uh yeah just it's a ton of protection for them and then she has not one but two really big aoe's and if there's any slows, one of the AoEs just does so much damage. It it stuns all summons, which is good into a lot of different comps. So, yeah, she's just really the good. Original Phoenix counter. Yep. And Black Bolt's event has returned. Many people unlocking him for the first time. Still, one of the best characters in the game. I don't think he's been too much of a victim of power creep since he was released. Man, there's a lot of happy people in the community today or this week because of unlocking Black Bolt. How happy should they be, though? Oh, he's, as of right now, just one of the best characters in the game, hands down. He, he hard counters any villain tech, which uh, at the time of his launch, he was, you know, the, the nail in the coffin for Ultron. But he's still just really good into characters like Minerva and other other characters that pop up on, you know, enemy nodes and stuff that uh, are just a, a pain to deal with. And he's just incredibly, incredibly strong. Some of the highest damage in the entire game. Mm. And uh, yeah, you know, he has a, a special that is basically a heat-seeking single target nuke. And yeah, he works great with Yo-Yo. So I, I use him every single day in Ultima 7.5. So he's, yeah, he's just one of the best characters in the game. So simple. And I love his burp, that extra damage that he does to those characters. That, that, every time every time a character goes into red and I'm like, what about Black Bolt? Oh. He's not even on my team. I'm just expecting yeah. it nowadays. I'm like, oh, he's, he's not he's not on a team. So yeah, I'm just, I, I, I miss that bolt whenever he's not on that burp, whenever he's not on there. Uh, but in addition to uh, that returning, we also got Payday returning. And uh, I, I'm not feeling as much of a gold crunch. Do you think this is uh, as necessary nowadays or am I alone? Not, not really feeling that as much. Um. I, I'm doing okay on gold these days, but I, I'm hesitant to say that that's everyone's experience. It's, it's definitely still necessary. Um, just because like uh, if you don't have everyone at max level, you want more gold. And then starting on the 19th, we have the milestones with Emma. So you're going to want to, you know, it, it's it's very difficult to maintain 1.5 million gold spent. Uh, or I think the next increment is the 2.25 million gold spent every day to be as optimal as possible on those milestones. So having a hoard of gold that you can save up and sit on is really, really good. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, I'm, anytime this event comes around, I'm all for it. Uh, you know, I, I, I am usually one of the people who will say like, we, we're not in a desperate need of gold. We're not in an emergency situation. But I'm also the first to say I'm I'm always happy to get more gold. I like everyone else. I want more gold, and I can definitely put it to use. I'm I'm always either out of gold or out of training mats. Right now, I have a lot of gold, so which means I'm out of training mats. So it's either one of those two for me that I'm having a bottleneck, and yeah, just right now just happens to be training mats. Uh, let's talk about this legendary trait change. I don't think it's that big of a deal unless you start to put a tinfoil hat theory on. 
so if, if you guys aren't familiar, what they're doing is all the normal legendary characters, characters we refer to nowadays as legendary, Iron Man, Nick Fury, Star-Lord, Magneto, etc. Those characters are going to get a legendary tag and characters that used to be known as legendary with these flash events like Elektra, Crossbones, Thanos, etc. They're getting it removed. Not that big of a deal unless you start to put on a tinfoil hat. What do you think this could mean? Oh, so I, I don't think there's DD4, too much tinfoil here. DD4? Oh, no, that wasn't my guess at all. That's pretty tinfoil. It's, look, it's not impossible. Who knows? But um, basically, I just think there's a lot of confusion because uh, as a new player, you always run into those Electron Crossbones events, and they say legendary character event. So... Then, like, as a new player, you join and you hear people talking about legendary characters and you're like, oh, yeah, legendary characters. I just got a couple of them. I got Electron Crossbones. I'm doing pretty good on legendaries, right? And then everyone else is like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I but got my says, legendary Deadpool, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, that one was a long time ago. But, yeah, they say legendary event. And so it's just really confusing. And, uh, and it, like, it's, you know, they've done this quite a bit where they, they aren't clear on their own terminology and it causes confusion amongst the community. So I think this, they just, I think this is long overdue and they finally realized like, oh, when we say a legendary character, some people are thinking that includes Electron Crossbones because that's what we wrote. We wrote legendary <laughs> character event for those characters. Maybe we should take that off. So I think they're just doing it to not be confusing. As so this, been. so your, your prediction, you're thinking that this doesn't have any ramifications on future content, maybe DD4, maybe some of this Greek rage change. You're thinking they're just late by a few years uh, changing this yeah. over to what? Okay. I, yeah. I, well, the, well, so I think part of it is, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but I, I feel like we've seen a large influx of new players lately. I don't know what they've done differently with their promotion or their marketing or whatever, but they seem to have aggressively gone after new players because they're you know at least on my discord server there's tons of new players mm -hmm. and so i think with more new players uh they keep an eye on the community and i think they just started seeing a lot more confusion and they, they started seeing people talking about legendary crossbones and legendary okay. electra and they, and they finally went oh that that's not right it's like well, well that, what you wrote. that makes a lot of sense what you're saying i like that i like the more conspiratorial view uh when it comes to this game so let, let me know what you guys think do you think this is just something at face value guys or maybe maybe you don't think it is but maybe you want it to be something conspiracy let me know in the comments what you think this is well to, to me this sounds like like when they added in the equip all button and you being like but why now? Like, why why equip all now? They didn't do hey, it for two years. Sometimes it goes nowhere, but it's always fun to theorize okay. what, what it could mean. No, I think I think they, they needed to do this, and they finally did. Yeah, two years ago, they needed to do this, right? Well, there's before, a... You, before they brought Star-Lord out. There's a long list of uh, two years ago things they needed to do that still isn't done. Agreed, so. agreed. All right, we had an interesting tweet from the official Marvel Strike Force account. I'm going to read it for you guys in case you guys are listening on the podcast. Some, And this is a picture of the Sinister Six here, guys. In case you're watching the podcast version, some bees share a telepathic bond with people. That's how they can be have with human intelligence. Hashtag Marvel Strike Force. And in the little comment by that Marvel Strike Force, there's a little tiny bee. All right. There have been rumors about a couple different characters. I think the more likely is the one coming to the Sinister Six team because it is a Sinister Six image, but there are people thinking it could be something else. What what is what are you leaning to right now as far as what this means? Oh, I mean it's gotta be swarm. Like it can't be anything else as far as I'm concerned. 
and I, I would agree. And I think this is confirmation that the, he is a Sinister Six character. That The rumor of Swarm <laughs> has been around for a while, but uh, I, I was always questioning, you know what? Maybe Swarm... He wasn't a he wasn't a Hydra in the comics, but he is he does have ties to Nazi Germany. Same like Zemo. Maybe he's gonna end up in some weird alternate universe on that uh, Hydra team as their fans. Like but the Punisher. I think yeah yeah the, the Punisher ends up on that team. That's how it goes. Punisher. Well, no, no, I just I just meant like he doesn't have the tag, but he's the unofficial fifth. It, it could have yeah. been. I I thought something similar. I thought even though he's Sinister Six, maybe he'll just get Spider Verse and they'll leave the Sinister Six as exactly six when we get Doc Ock rather than expanding Sinister Six. Even I know in the comics, Sinister Six have had like 30 people yeah. or whatever, but um, I, I thought maybe they would leave the Sinister Six as six in game, but it the looks boys. like- The boys, the yeah. boys are here. He's part of the boys. I guess so. So, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it says, the, uh, you know, bees with human intelligence and then a, a, a bee among the Sinister Six. Like it's, yeah, yeah. it's pretty obviously Swarm. Swarm um, and Swarm, not Hydra, Swarm Sinister Six. So yeah, they're, they're, they're not deviating too much from the original source material for this one. Before we get into rumors, there is one data mine that just happened. I, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that uh, was data mine, but only one important one. Do you, do you want to tell everybody what the important data mine was? Sure. Uh, it's just a message saying that they're going down for maintenance uh, at noon on the 19th, which is the day that the Emma milestones are supposed to start. Um, obviously, that'll be at 5 p.m. So it looks like uh, that is starting on patch day, uh, which is the 19th. Ooh, do you think the milestones are a patch? Is, uh, that, is that what this means? That there's, there's a new patch coming out on the 19th? Well, I mean, it just lines up. Like, she's the, the last character that was supposed to release this patch, and she technically released. She technically months. did release. She yeah. was bought. So are, is, is the no patch coming on the 19th as well as the That's, milestones? Is that what this means? It's rare that they go down for maintenance and it's not for a patch. For, it looks yeah, to me it's like not, a patch. For, not for adding milestones, right? Or maybe that's what they're doing, but they've never, I don't recall them doing that in the past. Usually it's for a patch or something big, so. Yep, and, and we are, we're expecting Doc Ock in uh, September. And so starting a patch uh, you know, on the 19th of August means that that patch will go through pretty much all of September. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's fine. It makes sense. Patch 19th. I thought this was going to be just about the ammo milestones going down, but yeah, I, it has to be a patch. It is time for my favorite part of this. Rumors. I like that tinfoil hat. I like speculating, which is why this rumor mill is my favorite part of this. Now, I know you got a few rumors. Let me, let me review something before we get into the new stuff drew he had he had kind of an old rumor resurface when he someone was asking about gambit and what he said this week when talking about the x-men mail that was coming up it wasn't originally beast it was originally gambit and then beast was switched at the last minute what do you think this could mean for the release of uh gambit uh it's possible that uh there'll be like an altogether second team like a blue and gold or something I, I have been hearing multiple people with that rumor so we'll, we'll see what happens with that one uh what is that something that you would like to see in a second x-men team we we have a second hydra team why not a second x-men team so i i want to see it be done like the avengers and what i mean by that is uh the characters so uh oddly in the game you can only have either the avenger tag or the wave one avenger tag you can't have both oh, but okay. But characters who are Wave 1 Avenger, when you filter by Avenger, Wave 1 Avengers still show up and they still get the bonuses of being a normal Avenger. Okay. So I would like to see them like that, where they 
they are still under the X-Men umbrella, but also compartmentalized into a whole nother team. I think that would be most exciting. And then, you know, some some characters would have stuff that were specific to, let, let's just say blue and gold, but, you know, it could be anything. You know, Team 2, we'll call them Team 2. Some characters could have bonuses specific to Team 2, while others, uh, especially the pre-existing X-Men, will have stuff that works for all X-Men. And that way you can mix and match as well. You know what? That sounds super complicated, but I love it. You know, we we theorize and theorycraft a lot and, our, and you know, the community does as well. I think that would open up a lot of theorycrafting. You get some bonuses with your X-Men. You get additional bonuses if you're on that gold team or on that blue team, depending what team they're s supposed to be on. I think that could that could be open up some cool things and uh, think of some outside the box teams. I, I, I would like that. Yeah, like we, we have it with Spider-Verse and Sinister Six, too, where everyone on Sinister Six is Spider-Verse. Yeah. So you can make some some interesting, weird hybrid Spider-Verse teams, but uh, or you can make strictly, you know, symbiotes or strictly Sinister Six. So. I, I would like that if they did that with X-Men. Um Let's see what happens. It's these rumors are starting to pick up now. Let, let me get to what you've been hearing because you you have some people that tell you some things as well. Um, what have you been hearing on the rumor front? Uh, I've been hearing a, a bit of a mishmash, but I think the the next set of rumors does indeed line up with some uh, some X themed characters. Ooh, uh, okay, okay. All right, so I guess uh, we'll leave it at that, guys. Leave your guesses. Or, or or your or your wish list. I guess I, maybe two list list. Leave a wish list and leave your guesses for who do you think uh, would be a likely candidate for Scopely to release uh, in in Marvel Strike Force. I, I don't know when, but when who would you like to see come to this game? All right, and that is about it, brother. And and I know you you have a bunch of cool infographics that I am looking forward to myself. And and we were going to talk about it towards the end of the show. So. Yeah, so what can we look forward to? It sounds like you've made some changes, and I, I am looking forward to that uh, being on that infographic channel on your Discord. Yep, so so here's what I got coming up. Um, uh, we used to do it every patch, and now because it's so much work, uh, generally we do it every other patch. We might yeah. still do it in the in-between, but uh, right now we're on an every other patch schedule, but the the current brain trust is a pretty, pretty proactive guy, so we might be able to do it every patch still. And um, it's always three infographics. It's the unique sure to win blitz teams, which is how to uh, make as many blitz teams as possible with a full roster where they'll all hold their own in tier eight. Uh, there's the uh, solo character tier list where we look at characters independent of synergy, just how good are they as one character. And then we also evaluate like this is how much they jump up on their team. Mm -hmm. And then we always do the top five teams, which is top five arena offense, arena defense and raid uh, with a bunch of alternates, you know, for who's not core. Like which members can be replaced if you don't have certain ones. And, these, and so then, these are these are like hybrid teams or synergized teams. Yeah, you're talking no, about? no, hybrid, oh, hybrid. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Yep. But so this time around, I'm making an infographic I've wanted to do for a long time, but it took uh, so much testing to get it done. But we we just set aside like an entire week of testing. So there's so much data behind it, and I'll I'll you know make it available as people ask for various parts of it. But I don't just want to dump like spreadsheets of, of stuff for people if they're not asking I'm sure I'll some make people the that would like it yeah yeah um but uh basically we did a a synergized team ranking and we ranked them uh we have an overall ranking of just how important is each team in the game in terms of like how well they perform uh -huh. and then we we ranked them campaign raid and dark dimension we ranked them arena offense and blitz we ranked them arena defense and how dangerous they are on the ai and then we ranked them 
separately on war defense and on war offense, and then combined that for an overall averaged war ranking for just how important they are for war. Oh my and, goodness, uh, that sounds like a lot of work. I'm, I'm looking oh, forward to seeing that the results of that, man. It, it looks like you guys put some time into this, this one. It is. It's the most ambitious uh, infographic undertaking we've ever done, but so I'm, I'm, because of this uh, and because of how long it's taking to actually illustrate them, uh, I'm doing something a little different this time. So I used to just, you know, as they were done, throw them up on the Discord, but uh, I, I am curious to see uh, when I post them all on Reddit. So in, in the next few days, as soon as they're done, I'm just going to post them all on Reddit, one big post, let everyone have at them. Okay. Um, but what I'm doing in the meantime is uh, two of them are already done. A third one is uh, partially done. And... I am putting them on my Patreon as I finish them. So I'm okay. asking if you join the Patreon, um, don't share them around because I want the first place that pretty much everyone sees them to, to be when I post them all. But uh, if you can't wait and you want the immediate access to them, I'm putting them up on the Patreon as I'm finishing them. So okay. yeah, it's just, just patreon.com slash casino and then any any level of that uh, and you can get them. But again, don't feel obligated to do that. And in a few days, they'll be available for everyone. It's just, you know, if you want to support all the hard work, all the people that, that put in time testing it, or uh, if you just want to have them right away, you can. Cool. Well, I will have the link to all of that stuff down below. Uh, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Patreon, all that stuff, guys. And Discord, because that's where we're going to find them uh, if you don't want them early i guess you'll find them on reddit as well but thank you brother it is always a pleasure uh talking with you i, I we we end up talking before and after these things a while but uh yes always good to catch up and is always Absolutely. good to get the best msf news your marvel strike wars weekly news update hope you guys enjoyed the video uh subscribe like smash all that stuff fist bump check out some of the links down below and i will see you guys next time Casino, have a great week, and I will see you next time. Hulk Fist Bump, Valley Flying, out!